Greetings and welcome in a tent with a Frenchman. It is quite late. It is quite late and it is my last episode um, from a tent. At least for this season. <laughs> but I'm not sure if there will be another season uh, of this podcast. I'm not entirely sure. Um, tomorrow I will be in Hendai. Tomorrow I will be at the final point of my destination. And I could have been today at my final point, but... I decided to take my time. There was only 25 kilometers and I did only 15. I have only, I mean, still 10 to do. But I wanted to have this last night above, above Hendai, if I could find a spot and talking to, um, uh, to a guy who was owning a restaurant earlier. He indicated me a nice place along the GL10 where I am right now. Basically a mountain above Hendai, which is exactly what I had in mind. It's a perfect spot. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I could find some flat ground to put the tent, a ton of dry wood, so I could start a fire. And the only thing is the weather wasn't wasn't with me because the um, the city has been covered in fog the entire day and as well that night the fog comes from the sea and it was stagnating on the shore and covering Hendai completely so I could see a spot where Hendai should be and when the night came I could see some light coming outside of the fog the fog wasn't on my mountain, so I was really like looking above the fog at the general direction of where I should go tomorrow. Um, it has been quite an amazing night. To be fair, it has been several amazing nights, several amazing bivouacs. Um, the last bivouacs I did were all fantastic, to be honest, outside of yesterday. Oh yeah, yesterday. The guys who intruded uh, ended up talking until very late, until midnight, talking, calling their friends. There are two guys from the city doing the first hike and first time in a camping spot, blah, blah, blah. So they were a bit agitated, but it was midnight and I was tired and they just came next to my tent. So I did something that I would absolutely never do in any other circumstances because I am a shy person who hates conflict. Some people would call me a coward, and I won't fight them about that. <laughs> because, again, probably right. But yesterday I couldn't take it anymore, and I went out and I told them to shut up. Or to move their tent. And they did shut up. That was nice. And in this morning, in this morning when we woke up uh, and they were next to me... <laughs> Um, they didn't even look in my direction. They were all shy and all, not talking much, very discreet. And when I went 
I said, have a good day. They just replied, oh, have a good day. Um, I know they want to do the GL10. I heard them, obviously, because I heard everything in sections. Um, I hope that they will learn from that that hikers in the mountain want some peace and quiet. I was actually shocked today during my hike to see so many people, so many people, like two groups of people, which is a lot because it's the first time I see it in the mountains. The first group of people were young people coming down the mountain with uh, a Bluetooth speaker on, blasting some music, and I couldn't believe it. Like, oh my God, who dares doing that in the mountain, putting their music loud? as they're walking and annoying everybody else who come to the mountain for peace and quiet. And then <laughs> two old person coming up and they had their phone on speaker playing old French music. And I was like, why? Oh my God. I mean, at least, I mean, I can do it when I'm really alone. But then I close the music as soon as I even imagine there is somebody around because I would never want to annoy anybody. And I'm talking in places where I couldn't see anybody for days, weeks. Here, you, you meet so many people. There were hikers everywhere. How can you just walk and not... Get, uh, anyway. So I had an amazing bivouac. This episode might be a bit long. Um, I had an amazing bivouac because... As it was the last one, I took a lot of things to eat and drink, and, and it was, and I knew I had to make it count, so I could listen to all the musics that I liked, um, that I like to listen to when I'm in a bivouac, but this time on speakerphone, I, um, on, with my earplugs, because I really wanted to hear them, and I had an amazing moment by myself, just watching where I'm going, remembering everything, and uh, dancing. I danced so much. Making the fire, scaring the uh, the horses around that were not scared at all. <sighs> Fighting the mist. That was a beautiful sight, by the way. I was here on my hill, surrounded by mist, that was coming and going like waves on top of my hill. And I had to fight it with my little fire pit. And every time it was coming back, I was like, no, Poseidon, you can't have me. And I was putting more fire into the wood so that it burns brighter and helped me because I couldn't see anything the moment the mist was there. And then it was going back. Everything is wet again. Being close to the water, I guess, does that. Also, um, it was a nice time to think about my experience. I, I might do an episode about this experience of the Hexatrek, but I'm not sure. Tomorrow will be the last episode, and maybe I will do a another one, just a special one to talk about the Hexatrek, but but basically I was trying to un understand if I liked it or not I know it's weird to say it like that obviously I liked it but it 
annoyed me so much. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I had moments where I hated that damn track. And, and I have a love-hate relationship with it because I think the main difference I have with other hikers is that also I'm responsible for this one. I'm not just a user. I'm also an organizer. So I have a different perspective. And at some point I was so mad at it. I was so fed up with it. And I, at, at other points, like tonight, I was loving the moment so much that it was amazing. But at the same time, thinking about it <sighs> made me realize how much work there is to do still. And made me question if I really... But the question I have is, will I still have the motivation to work on it after I'm done hiking it because after I'm done hiking it I I will have been hiking it for so long and those five months of hikes are not just hike it was just me talking about the Hexatrack non-stop recording this podcast doing my documentary talking to everybody around and taking care of the content on the social media answering the messages on the discord <sighs> being a nice person all the time so that people have a nice memory of the hexatrack people that's a lot that is a lot and at some point i had a burnout of it and i couldn't take it anymore and it was just overwhelming like oh fuck the hexatrack it's been too much and it was weird also to have people being only excited about it when I saw the issues and then you talk about the issues and people are like oh yeah true there are issues too and it made me feel like a mad person and then you had moments that were absolutely magical like today when I went to the restaurant I sit down and the guy recognizes me from Instagram pays me a beer and then give me food that I paid for but at least I had a beer without even asking and it was just nice and you could see in his eyes the excitement and this excitement I love because it's the excitement of a perspective this person doesn't know anything about the Hexatrack obviously cannot know about the shortcomings of the Hexatrack it's just the idea that excites him he doesn't even know where it goes he doesn't really care it's just an option to walk for month and be and be left alone by everybody else and just walk and have an adventure and I think that's one of the things I love the most is is this spark in the eyes of people who discover the project every time they you know what that exists and people are doing it and you're doing it wow this is amazing there's, there's a fucking love and obviously the million landscapes I've seen that are gorgeous the million cheeses and dishes I'm trying to talk gorgeous all of that make, made me insanely happy the very good bivouacs the very very good bivouacs and then something else maddens me so at this point I'm finishing tomorrow and I was so ready to finish so 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 ready to finish a few weeks ago not even a few days ago i was just oh, 
please finish it now. I don't want it anymore. I'm done. I'm through and through. And now that the mountains are a little bit less difficult and landscapes are a little bit more hairy and airy, sorry, and the villages are nicer and blah, 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 I'm kind of happy again about it. I think it was just a little bit too much of one thing that annoyed me at some point. And now diversity, diversity on, on the trek is coming back and I'm, I'm liking it. My feet are dead, though. My feet are absolutely dead. But I have... It's always this back-and-forth relationship. I'm not entirely excited and I'm not entirely mad about it. It's it's a balance and everything that is balanced is nice. And we'll see. We'll see how much work I can put into it. I still have to do the entire editing of whatever I shot for five months. And I hope that what I shot was not just pure garbage. <laughs> because otherwise, I really lost my time and my money on that one. But maybe it's the case. I will try to do my best. But it means that I will have to work on, on this edit for months now. And I know it will take a lot of work internally with the team with recruiting teams as well um, to have the vision of my hexatrack going and I'm not sure I have the strength to do all of that and at the same time now the real life is about to start and this frightens me even more than mountains <sighs> because it's been five months and I barely had the time to think with everything I had to do. And this is the problem when you have five months and the moment you should think about something, it's just like, ah, I have time. I will do it again. I will do it later. Later, later, later. And in the end, you do nothing. So I still don't know where I want to go after this. I still don't know what I want to do after this. I still don't know any of that. But it's been two through highs now that I go with questions and I come back without answers with more questions. So I think through hiking is not the way to get them from me. I mean, I kind of knew it before starting that one, but still. A few questions answered would have been nice. I have some ideas, but they are huh, not much more than when I started. It's interesting because I was talking to Kevin and Kevin could think a lot and and he's the kind of person who moves on a lot. So he moved on with a lot of ideas. He thought about it two to twenty times. The moment he reaches twenty times is like, okay, I will never think about this idea anymore and it just clears from his from his head. I can't do that. I'm still on the loop on many things. And I'm getting on the loop again. So I'm not... I'm not sad it finishes and I'm not happy it finishes. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm somewhere. I had an amazing night. An amazing evening. It's been so fun to dance. 
by the fire under the moon above the clouds on my mountain alone in the world yeah, I really feel good in those moments listening to my music and just being there and tomorrow night I will feel so good to be in a hotel but I don't even know where I'm sleeping in two days still need to find find that out I don't think um, my brain realizes what is going on right now maybe it's the last time I am under the stand and that's just such an alien thought <laughs> I don't think it will be the case I mean it, I paid so much for it I will use it until it's a shred anyway I hope the mist won't be there when I wake up tomorrow oh my god a 17 minutes podcast I'm so sorry um I just wish you all a very good night and thank you for sticking around tomorrow won't be 17 minutes cheers <laughs>